Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Well hello. How's it going? Good man, good man. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you. Oh yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm already so excited for 2020. Um, last year was an anything awesome... like 2019. Oh. Yes, of course. Yeah, one last plug. If you haven't already listened to our best of 2019 special, um, which is, of course, our last show we did last year, um, then definitely go and check that one out because it was very, very fun. Um, but now it's all about the new stuff. We yeah. start. I mean, fresh. we can redub it like instead <laughs> of like best of the year, just best of the decade. Like yeah. <laughs> our number one and two, like come at me, Oof. name better films. I know they're so good. And I think just going into this year, I have such good thoughts about this, this genre, uh, you know, overall, like we're in such a good place. Um, so many amazing talented filmmakers continue to make these movies. I saw a certain trailer that got me into a good place. Yes. <laughs> a very good place. Um, oh my God. We will talk about that. Um, we will, but yeah, 2020 is here. Um, and it I cannot is. wait to get started. Um, of course we are kicking, things off this week with a movie that uh in international territories people would have seen last year um a lot of talk about this one on this one show in fact where yep. obviously some people have already seen it it did feature on quite a few international uh, listeners lists as well mm-hmm. of their best of 2019 and so we finally i can't believe i've actually seen it it's one of those movies again where i'm like oh my god i've actually seen it um we're going to be discussing the lighthouse um, which is very exciting. Um, and also... yeah, there was a, there was a moment like watching this, like when I saw like <laughs> little Willem Dafoe's face in yeah. his little pirate shanty outfit. I was like, well, <laughs> how am I seeing this? this cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah. Sadly, wasn't at the cinema, but you know, no. can't have everything. Um, but uh, yeah, and then after that, we do have something else very exciting. We do. Um, this is an annual uh, thing here in on the yeah. show, and hopefully, you guys look forward to it because I know I do. I I just love it. I, this um, is your. This is basically. <laughs> the biggest treat of the year for you yeah absolutely um this is where i make mike um find out basically what we're going to be watching for the next year Um, this is this is where i do some work other than turn up two minutes before the podcast (laughs) yeah the one time i put shifted in the year exactly this is your one turn and then i'll just i I reply to maybe half a dozen tweets and i do this (laughs) list (laughs) yeah listen i'm glad you said it um but yeah but the reason why hey man, is because... I give the fans what they want. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, the reason why is because I think it's basically a, a fool's errand at the best of times to try and find out release dates for horror movies. <laughs> and I just say, good luck to you. And then whatever you say, I'd take as gospel for the next 12 months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because yeah. I, there's no other way of basically, like we say, some of these movies never, never will never come out. before. No, that's all I'll exactly. say this list. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitive and it's absolute and it's never been proven to be wrong before. And we will definitely see all of these movies in 2020. Correct. Um, <laughs> definitely. You can not. take that to the bank. Um, but first, there is a little bit of news. Obviously, so much has uh, broke over the last few weeks. Um, so we're not going to go over everything. Um, we're going to talk about some trailers. I hope you don't get ruined <laughs> yeah. on my list, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not, no, there's no announcements or anything like that. Um, <laughs> we'll get to some trailers shortly. Um, but first, there is a couple of bits of Mike Flanagan news, um, which I do always like to, you know, talk about because it's very exciting indeed. Um, obviously, coming off the back of Doctor Sleep, he does still have multiple projects on the on the way. Uh, two, in fact, for Netflix, two TV shows. Um, mm. And so the first one, um, this is about those TV shows. In fact, someone uh, obviously we've already discussed that he's not returning to direct every episode of The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, which is disappointing, um, mm. but he um, has confirmed a few things regarding his other TV show um, called Midnight Mass, um, 
So on Twitter, someone did ask him about Bly Manor, um, and he replied, um, only directing one episode of Bly. So I think that's the first time that's been confirmed as well. Yeah. Um, but we brought in some awesome filmmakers to helm it. But I am directing all episodes of Midnight Mass. Um, so obviously we talked about it at the time, like why was he not returning and stuff that it seemed like he didn't have too much going on, but this to me makes perfect sense. You know, Hill house mm. was this big breakout hit. They obviously Netflix wanted to continue it. I think having fun to get involved slightly as a more like producer type role while he then focuses on another fresh new IP, I think is very exciting. Um, because yeah, Midnight Mass, I believe, is a new IP. I don't think it's based yeah, upon I anything. Think I think it's just uh, for, like solely created by him. He he's written it and is going to direct it. Yeah, with his like producing partners. So yeah. um, and I think yeah, they're both like I think they're both eyeball in twenty twenty releases as well. Um, well, no, and Flanagan, yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> exactly. Too exactly um so yeah that, this is very exciting like we'd hardly know anything about it but it's mike flanagan directing something so he, like that alone makes it one of the most mm. anticipated things of the year for me Definitely. Um, so yeah that, i thought that was very exciting news um and then yeah uh, following on from that actually we do have this uh broke over the last couple of weeks regarding the uh director's cut of dr sleep mm. um obviously we talked a little bit about these types of things with the midsummer stuff which was cool and um yeah there will be a free hour director's cut of dr sleep <laughs> so how um, long was it in the cinema like two and a half yeah i believe so mm. um maybe 240 or yeah maybe two and a half but um yeah so going off the back of that um the three hour director's cut of dr sleep um is supposedly coming out on digital first january 21st uh so very soon um followed by the blu-ray release on the uh, february 4th give me um, that blu-ray yeah so again um these are always assume their us releases uh, release dates so we shall see on the actual dates themselves um but rather interestingly he did speak a little bit about it so he said um warner bros really let us do this right it's a finished complete fully polished new cut of the movie there is new material throughout the entire film some of it is brand new stuff that was never included in the theatrical cut and there's also a handful of extended and altered scenes as well mm. um he also went on to say uh some of my favorite stuff involved young Danny and Wendy um, and will be familiar to fans of the book. There's also a fair amount of new stuff involving young Abra in the film's first act, learning about her shine and how it affects her parents. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much what there is with the quote. Um, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Like, uh, and oh, yeah. yeah, the final thing is it, apparently it, it they described it as a more literally version of the film. So kind of more following the structure of the book and it's even broke up into chapters like a novel. Right. Um, so yeah, does this what does this does this speak to you in any way or you know yeah it... definitely especially the bit about abra's family because mm. i think that was one of the things kind of that i would have liked more of i can see why they didn't have so much of them because they're not as integral to the movie as they are the book but um mm. you know i'm i'm glad to see more of like abra developing the shine and um you know her growing up because that was a cool part of the book so um that bit definitely speaks to me and uh yeah, like more, more Doctor Sleep. I mean, I just want more Rose the Hat as well. Just yeah. give me more of that. <laughs> yeah, um, I wonder if there is more True Not stuff because he didn't mention mm. that at all. He did like uh, slightly mention more Overlook stuff as well, but it was mostly yeah, mm. young Danny and Wendy stuff, and then mostly Abra related stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, I feel, I feel like the young Danny and Wendy stuff was kind of done well and, and mm. enough. Like, yeah. so I didn't, I don't really feel like I needed any more of that, but yeah, definitely young Abra would be good. And just for the hell of it, more true, not and more Rose, you know, yeah. because 
that's just the best thing on screen last year, pretty Definitely. much. And more Ewan as well. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this is exciting. Like, we'll obviously discuss yeah. it when we've seen it. Um, I wonder if it'll be slightly. I like. It's always interesting because obviously with the Midsummer director's cut, my opinions mm. didn't really change on the movie. Like, I still yeah. absolutely adored it. It wasn't too different. It was just more of something you love. Um, whereas, the, yeah. you know, different types of cuts of movies can change your opinions quite dramatically. So it'd be interesting. Definitely, to... definitely. And I think this one, I think because yeah, with Midsummer. If anything, you know, there was one scene that took me out of the movie, which mm. um, led into another scene that was really good. But ultimately, I felt like the theatrical cut did a good job of keeping it just completely cohesive and super enjoyable. So, yeah. you know, you, you sometimes these cuts happen for a reason. So it's interesting to see where this one lies. You know, a lot of people clamor for the director's cuts. Mm. I'm always just for the best version of the movie. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. the director's vision. It, you know, the, is the best version of the movie, but... Yeah, what's interesting as well is I haven't got the exact quote here, but when I first saw this announced, he did say something along the lines of the theatrical cut is the director's cut. Um, mm. Obviously, they call these directors the cut, but I feel like the better way to describe it is just an extended cut. Mm. Um, because he pretty much said, like, yeah, the movie that went out in cinemas is the movie that I wanted to make and I was extremely happy with. Mm. Um, obviously, this is just a different take on that. Um, mm. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, and, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the news. Obviously, a lot of trailers have come out over the past mm. few weeks um some really exciting big ones and some lesser known ones as well so i mean i haven't seen too many of them um there's a big one no. that i haven't seen i think you have seen um oh, yes. and it's one that oh, we've yes. discussed on the show multiple times obviously when are we going to see footage from this movie and um a quiet place too mm. um it is real we can confirm it is real it is so um, real I saw that there was like a two and a half minute trailer and I was like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm so excited for this movie. And I did see the first like two seconds just to see the three members of the family. And I was like, oh my God. Like I almost like you forget how incredible this movie was. Um, so you saw the opening like splash card of the trailer. I, I can't honestly, I can just remember seeing like those three family members and I just turned it off. I was like, I can't. I, can't. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, like, you didn't see that then yeah i didn't uh, if there's any like spoilers or anything like if there's like yeah don't obviously don't say anything too much but what did you did, did you watch the full trailer um my my thoughts would be revealed at the end of the show okay fair enough well, i was gonna say one <laughs> one small uh thing no is, i i, I um, I'll is go, killian I'll murphy in the trailer oh is he, is he? <laughs> like i didn't know he i didn't know he was cast Oh, did you not, dude? I'm, oh, that's like one of the reasons why I'm so excited. I, like... I don't, I don't know how I missed this, but like, um, yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely love the trailer. Yeah, it's um, so excited. It's just more, you know. It looks like a quiet place, you know, and it's just more. It, um, we we see our characters kind of pretty early after the events of Quiet Place One, and it continues from there, and like that excites me. Um, and. Um, obviously seeing Killian Murphy's character, um, the, like he popped up and I was like, hang on, what? And then because <laughs> he's obviously, you know, a little bit post-apocalyptic looking, you know, he's, yeah. you know, John Krasinski can grow a beard. Killian Murphy also changes things up. <laughs> and I was like, is that? And then, and then like the next, cause it was a very quick scene and he had like, uh, his face was a little bit covered. And then the next scene I was like, holy shit. Like that is fantastic. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see where this movie goes. Um, um it is it is marked on spoiler alert for later it yeah. is the marked movie on the upcoming 2020 list as hype train pick 2020 yeah i completely uh, agree <laughs> there's there's nothing that beats that for hype train 
There's... No, like the first movie is just so perfect, and I almost yeah, yeah you forget that they're making another one. And the, mm-hmm. the reason, one of the reasons, along, among many, why I'm so excited is the change of pace with obviously John Krasinski just behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what he does as a director, not having to act at the same time. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that um, oh god, I'm completely blanking the name. Emily Blunt. Emily um, Blunt. Yeah. She, like the fact that she is she was so good in the first movie, but I feel like with John as well, like there was so much screen presence between the two of them. Whereas she, it is going to be she is going to have to carry the load a lot more yeah. in the sequel. Um, and also the fact that the two young actors have got the previous movie behind them now, they're going to know the characters even better. Like I'm just I cannot when like. So you add an actor who I already love in genre films as well. Mm. Um, I cannot wait for this movie so much. Um, yeah, I've I've watched the trailer like five times. <laughs> so, so is it? Would you consider it spoilery or not? Um, I uh, I think yes, and not not for any like major events that happen mm. in the movie. But there's the it. It shows you <laughs> stuff that I wasn't necessarily expecting to see. So in that respect, yeah. it's a spoiler, but I don't feel right. spoiled by watching it. Right, really. fair enough. You know, I feel like you could watch it and feel like it's got spoilers in, but I wasn't mm. disappointed seeing it. I feel like I got the hype from seeing it in the trailer, and it's not like a spoiler for the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it's almost, I mean, even just like seeing Killian Murphy, like, and what his character is kind yeah. of going to be like, like, we kind of get a bit of a feel like what that, what he's going to be like in the movie. Mm. So is that a spoiler to you? If it is, then yes, it's spoiler related, but it's not anything major in there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. For I... me, I just had to get it in my eyeballs. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to try, like, I don't know. I'm sure I'll have a weak moment in the next few mm. months and I'll just throw it on. Cause yeah. I'll need that adrenaline rush. The, but... the only thing that worries me is this is our like first look. And I'd say this is by far as much as I've ever wanted. I was going to say, this has to be just the only trick. Because yeah. that was when, when I first saw it drop and it was two and a half so, minutes. Man. That's what turned it off for me. Yeah. So I, I was like, so, if it was man. 50 seconds or something, I'd watch it. Um, but like two and a half minutes for a movie like this, where especially if, with a, like a quiet place, there wasn't too many major like set pieces and stuff that you it's, could really throw in a trailer. It, it has like a, the, the trailer itself is like a one one minute of it is one extended scene. Okay, they're doing that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves that. <laughs> oh, that, that. <laughs> oh, I bet that's good. <laughs> that's good stuff, bro. We have to move oh, on. good stuff. I'm excited either way. I would just um, like to continue to talk about the trailer without talking about anything in it, just hearing <laughs> me say exciting words. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it and can't add yeah. to the conversation. I'm yeah, sure I, that's great. I, I feel that's what the fans want. <laughs> um, so, yeah, loads of trailers dropped. Um, mm. Just very briefly, The New Mutants had a new trailer. Mm. Um, haven't seen it. No, I didn't um, watch that. I don't even know if I'm gonna because like this movie is such a long time coming. I'm like, I just yeah. want to see the movie. Yeah, me um, too. I'm. I, it's like when video games get delayed and delayed and delayed. Mm. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna think about it when it's out. Like, uh, so many people have got buzz for it, and I can completely see that. But at this point, I, I it just has to be in front of me, and then I'll get hyped. Yeah, for sure. Um, another trailer I did watch was um the woman in the window. Um, mm. have you seen that one? No um yeah but probably it's like a horror adjacent and i feel like that's something we're going to be saying a lot going forward because that just happens all the time (laughs) these Mm. days um you know it's more of a thriller or whatever but regardless of what it is love the trailer like a lot of intrigue it's that classic kind of hitchcock rear window style of movie where someone sees she's like a woman who's um i can't remember what that thing is called now where you don't want to you got a phobia of leaving the house um yeah um it's agoraphobia is it agoraphobia i was gonna say that and i was like it doesn't sound right um i think it is Either way, um, mm. 
I believe it's Amy Adams as well. And she kind of like sees yeah, things, yeah. you know, so then she's like calling people up, people coming to her house. She doesn't know who to trust. Like I love stuff, stuff like that. And um, great cast as well. And yeah, just a really, really fun trailer. Yeah. I've I've heard of I've I've heard of this movie. Well, it was almost on my list, but then I decided not to because I just wasn't quite sure how horror it was going to be. Yeah, it's, got, it's one of those. I think ones. I think it's got like Gary Oldman in it as well. Yeah, it's got big name I actors. Think it's got in like it, a couple sure. of big name actors, and it didn't. I didn't know how horror it was going to be, but it it sounds cool either way. Like as a movie, it, it's, yeah, and, and like I it really had me feeling like uh, don't breathe vibes and that sort of thing. Like I I really dug it. Um, yeah, uh, I'll have to move on, but. Um, there was a movie that was like this. I think it was Sigourney Weaver was in it back in oh, the right. day where she, she started, I think it was, Sigour- it was either Sigourney Weaver or Jamie Lee Curtis. And it was like, she had agoraphobia. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. And it was, it was fantastic. Like I've got it on DVD somewhere and I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, but they're all kind of like soft remakes of Rear Window really, but they're all like mm-hmm. good. You know, there's, all, there's all, so much fun stuff you can do with that. Um, Definitely. I did see the trailer for Gretel and Hansel. Um, oh yeah which is obviously another upcoming one really dug the trailer really really mm-hmm. liked it like a really cool style to it. it it definitely nails that like creepy fairy tale vibe that it's going for um and seeing and seeing um sophia lillis in the trailer i was like oh man we we need more of her like she's just not done anything since really like the it movies definitely. um definitely. certainly not in the genre space as well so i'm really really excited for that definitely um, and uh yeah definitely check out 1995's copycat killer Starring Sigourney Weaver. Christ, is that the one you was thinking of? Yeah, yeah, I had wow. to find it. It's fantastic. Like if you've not seen it, she's like I've not even heard of that. I don't. Oh, uh, she helps police detectives catching a serial killer that's copying other serial killers, and then oh. the serial killer comes after her, but she's necrophobic, right. so she can't leave. She does, so she has to like face that fear to leave her house because she's being stalked. Mm. So there's like home invasion plus cross with that. It's a my cast movie. It's great. Is this on your upcoming list? Um, no, but it's, it's a forgotten <laughs> horror movie for you right Fair there, enough. guys. <laughs> Bring that back. Very exciting. Oh, no, no one's going to remember. If you if you know that reference, then respect <laughs> to you. Because that was a You're very an old early... school listener. Yes, yeah. for sure. There hasn't been a forgotten horror movie on the podcast feed for some while. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Like, there's a few mm. others. I think there's a... The, the... Yeah, stop saying things on my list. Like, just, just shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> well, they're just, they're just trailers. Calm down. Um, the, well, TV show, in fact, that did have a trailer. Again, I haven't seen this one yet. I is, um... go for that. Uh, Lock and Key, which is the finally they've been they've been trying to adapt this for ages, which is a Joe Hill uh, graphic mm. novel uh, series of books, and um, yeah, Netflix picked this one up and it's coming in February, so it's coming very soon. Um, and yeah, it's Joe Hill, and it's it's yeah. uh, coming to Netflix, so I cannot wait for that as well. That's, like, that's I think the two words of things that I like. <laughs> exactly. If only Flanagan was on board. <laughs> I know. If only. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, there's there's a long ass intro because we haven't done this for a while. Um, yeah. And yeah, this is probably going to be a long episode because uh, we we got we got a lot of movies to talk about at the end. Mm. So, should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about the lighthouse. So yeah, like we said at the start of the show, obviously um, there was this was one that like I really thought we'd have seen by now. <laughs> I know um, it was, was really some serious hype for it, and we just could not see it, man. Yeah, I think it was around October when I yeah. initially was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get it," and then I remember people getting it in the US and digging it, and like 
I was like, oh, okay, we'll probably get it, you know, two or three weeks later, like we <clears> usually do. And there was just no word on it. And even now, as we're recording, um, it's very difficult to find out like exact specifics. Um, it's yeah. if you look at Google searches, um, it says thirty first of January, I believe, mm. is a UK release. Um, but I've asked. Uh, the company's direct what that means whether it's a cinema release or not and i've got nothing back um so no. it's out digitally now you can you know you can purchase the movie and watch it as we did and so mm -hmm. we we decided enough was enough we just want to see this goddamn movie but apparently um, you can easily find the lighthouse from 2016 and accidentally <laughs> nearly purchase that times. <laughs> so that's always fun nice <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that's brilliant i would <laughs> love to have done that accidentally but eventually you get there <laughs> you do indeed um yeah. and so yeah i mean what else is there to say about this movie i guess the most notable is the director attached um who yeah. kind of uh for us anyway i think it was the second horror movie mm -hmm. that we covered for yeah, the show definitely um the first one being 10 cloverfield lane and the second one being the witch um which was obviously a big breakout hit back in 2016. Is that right? He's got. It was, uh, wasn't yeah, it? 2015. Was it 2015? No, because we started the show oh, in 2016. Oh, it was early 2016 then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously, yeah, we've been. This kind of like, you know, obviously with the delayed release or everything, but coming mm. up to four years since that movie. Um, yeah, it's kind of mad, isn't it? Yeah, which is, in, which is uh, crazy. And yeah, obviously two big name actors attached to this as well, which we'll get into. But yeah, mm. do you want to just go in the synopsis or is there anything else we need to add? I mean, um, I think that pretty much covers it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I would like to tell you the synopsis of 2016's Lighthouse to see why <laughs> I got so confused. Would you like right. me to do that? Go on then. <laughs> so this is not the movie we reviewed. This is 2016's <laughs> The Lighthouse. You, you're already starting Two... this year off with a lot of tangents. <laughs> <laughs> Two lighthouse keepers stranded at months at sea in a freak storm tells a tale of death, madness and isolation. Wow. I mean, you, you can kind of see why I got confused, right? <laughs> Listen, this is an original idea, all right? No one's ever done this before. God damn it. So, so this movie it stars two lighthouse keepers trying to maintain their sanity whilst being stuck on a remote island. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Some would say one of them is already insane. <laughs> I, I beg to differ. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Defoe is just Defoe, man, all right? You yeah. just got to take him as he is. Yeah. I, and I, God damn it, I love him. Like, I almost yeah, want him to be in every movie at this point. We don't see him in Oh, I do. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> so, yeah, starring one Willem Defoe and Robert Patterson. Um, obviously, going into this, we know a lot about Willem Defoe these days and what he gets up to and the mm. crazy shit he likes to do. Robert Patterson's a guy that... I know has been doing a lot of kind of out there stuff, but I haven't really seen a lot of it. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of indie stuff. Yeah, so to me, I'm just like, oh, what's Cedric Diggory up to now? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, trying to check in with him still. Mm. So to actually, you know, see him with his kind of ball or ass mustache that he has in this movie was it was oh. a nice little nice little surprise. You just I mean, jump the, straight the, to the mustache, really. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I mean, how can you not like? I know. Jump straight to the mustache, like the, the... If we had like a best facial hair award, this movie would just win it instantly. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Defoe doesn't disappoint with the full, the full grizzly pirate nope. captain beard. Both real as well. No, but, no um, wigs here. Actually, grew them both out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because they both look <laughs> phenomenal. Um, but yeah, Patterson's mustache is just the most dodgiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like. <laughs> 
Honestly, if you saw like, I hope he's got rid of it now because otherwise. Oh like, no! I wish he still had it. I, I want Batman to have it. He he wouldn't be able to walk down the street without getting arrested, <laughs> looking like that, mate. Like, Imagine that under the cowl, like that'd be so brilliant. <laughs> just be able to see the mustache. Be like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> that could be anyone. Yeah, that's not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, so kind of. Um, Oh God! What the hell did Robert Pattinson even? What was his original name in this movie? Um, well, Winslow. <laughs> well, he was just called Winslow. Yeah, he was called the boy yeah. for a lot of it, wasn't he? Or, yeah, and then he did say Winslow quite yeah. early on. I remember him saying Winslow. Yeah, quite a lot. Um, and then kind of um, Willem Dafoe as the kind of um, lighthouse keeper, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Wake, who I'd like to believe is Alan Wake's father, which again is a deep cut for people, but. <laughs> Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Um, And yeah, basically they arrive on the island to kind of, their job is to maintain the lighthouse. And um, it's not really clear where it is, is it? It's kind of like a Mm. island just somewhere kind of close to land where this lighthouse obviously needs to keep operational to stop kind of boats crashing into the island um so they're there just to maintain it and they're on like a is it a four week shift or a six yeah week that's what shift? he says at the start four weeks yeah, i was surprised so, i was like oh that isn't too bad <laughs> no so they're basically there for four weeks and then they get kind of um relieved by the next kind of shift um and um yeah we basically we get a journey into both of their characters into their kind of you know, isolation, being stuck together, but being very alone. And this island mm. is just relentless and miserable, kind of. Um, it's just constantly storming. And the storms are just getting worse and worse and worse. And kind of, Patterson is kind of very much the uh, the junior that has to do whatever kind of Defoe says. And he gets all the kind of rubbishy jobs and all of the maintenance stuff. And kind of, Defoe is basically just... Um, bossing Patterson around and then maintaining the light in the lighthouse, whatever that means. He just keeps going up into the, is it the nest, I guess, or wherever the, the big light of a lighthouse is yeah. on the very top of the building. He's just there constantly. And that's the one place Patterson wants to go and he won't yeah. let him go. Um, and yeah, it's just those two bantering with each other and mm. singing sea shanties. I mean, do I need to say more? That's pretty much it. I think the only other notable thing, which obviously we'll get into now as a discussion, but mm. um, this entire movie is black and white. Um, Indeed it is. Indeed which it is, is, and we've seen a few things for the show, black and white, which mm. are the more traditional. A lot of TV shows, I think Black Mirror and Twilight Zone, both mm. had black um, black and white episodes. Mm. Um, but they both felt like just digital After Effects. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas the second you watch this, it feels genuine and it feels yeah. like they actually did do it. And even just looking up slightly, um, yeah. they did shoot the movie on film black and white real film yeah <laughs> um and so it, like it everything has, about this movie screams authenticity it has a couple of shots well quite a few shots of like the sea and the island mm. from afar and those scenes just look so grainy and so yeah. old that you just couldn't you couldn't rep- reproduce that in any other way apart from doing it right yeah um, for sure and like i know for me i don't I don't think the film like did it, but it was just weird when my TV like scaled down because it's a it's a letterbox kind of viewing. Yeah, the aspect ratio is well. yeah. old as well. It's weird. Yeah, so like it was odd. Like, but it but it works so well for this movie because it just makes it feel so authentic. Um, hmm. And 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 yeah, kind of just gives it such a different look and feel to almost anything else. And it it, it makes Patterson's mustache pop even more. Yeah. 
I think it makes everything really like the visuals (laughs) are just so strong throughout. Um, I agree with you that the acting has really striking visuals, which is something that we Mm. don't usually say really, where their facial expressions are so animated and and aggressive, like at the screen. Mm. And I think that pops with the black and white and kind of how they're lit, you know, front facing a lot of the times as well. Where it's just like there's a scene when uh, Defoe does his like monologues. Oh my god. the way that shot with the light in and the black and white and everything, it just, it looks so striking. Unlike anything we've really seen for the show. His, his face, like I wanted to call out that particular monologue at some mm. point because I was just like staring at his face for that entire monologue. Just like every part of him, just like, yeah. what, what is this person? Like, mm. cause he's going so crazy. He's got this like crazy accent. He's in this crazy monologue. He looks just absolutely out of his mind. The, yeah, the was, language as well, of course. Yeah. And it was just, it was just, un, it was an unbelievable performance captured in an unbelievable way. Um, mm. That, yeah, that, that was one of the scenes of the movie where, I, well, one of the scenes of the movie for me, but just one of the standout things where I was just like, my God, like, yeah. They really do, you know, it is all about the visuals. And at the end of the day, it is these two guys and just the way they look. And in particular, Defoe, like the way he just kind of, you know, it's well, it's difficult really because they're such different performances, aren't they? Yeah. Um, because you've got Defoe that just starts the movie kind of, you know, pretty much at 11 and just keeps it there and then you know, kind of like whacks it up to kind of 15. Whereas Patterson is much more subdued and kind of slowly gets there, which is super interesting as well. Um, yeah, I loved that. I think when it first started, I agree with you, where I was like, okay, Defoe is at that level. Yeah. And Robert is just kind of like, he's calmly going there, he's doing his job. And I really appreciated that with the character. Yeah. And then obviously once this movie does start to unravel, and and as well as the character that Robert's playing, like I feel like he absolutely matches him intensity-wise throughout the kind of yeah. final act of the movie. And he he really is the one who's driving the escalation, because I agree with you. Like Willem starts at such a high level. And yeah. if it was just two actors at that, high level throughout the entire movie yeah i don't think that would have been as interesting as robert who starts very low and then just constantly amps it up until the final second of this movie yeah um it was definitely yeah it was definitely a good choice and like i just couldn't picture two people doing that job now as well like no the casting was perfection no, I mean, yeah, like, obviously, we're into our thoughts on this movie mm. now, but, um, the, yeah, the cast was insane. Like, you almost can't start anywhere else, even though there's like a million other things to talk about in this movie. Um, that was kind of the hype going in. Um, mm. and yeah, just to pull it back a little bit, yeah, like, I had a lot of hype for this movie going in. Um, mm. obviously, heard great things from a lot of people. It was one that, this this got announced so long ago like i remember hearing that it was yeah. robert eggers follow-up to the witch it was going to be black and white and it was just gonna have these two actors and i was like i was immediately intrigued and i remember the first mm. time i saw an image from this movie um with the two of them standing there which is when they first arrive yeah. at the lighthouse and i was like god this movie has such a weird style to it um with the way they look and the way they're dressed and in this setting and i was like man i wonder if this movie will still deliver for me um and obviously with all the delays and everything and then finally sitting down and watching it um I was enamored with it from the second it started until the second it ended. Um, Like everything. 
on screen was interesting to me at all times um mm. whether it was the dialogue of the characters learning about their backstories just the level of insanity which is on display in this movie um from every angle um also and like a really great sense of humor that i thought movies like the witch really lacked um to give this movie moments of levity when it desperately needed it um like there are so many scenes the fart noises man (laughs) which is like there are so many scenes when you have to just laugh with the way it ends because it's so the one the one i love so much and so like because i don't want to spoil too much it's not really a spoiler but um they're having this massive argument where robert's finally giving william (laughs) william something back to him and he's saying all these different things about he doesn't like his cooking and so then william goes on this massive rant and then it finally ends with robert just being like have it your way i like you cooking yeah it was like i was dying in that scene and i i love moments like that and there's also a very visual scene involving like a prop that robert uses later on <laughs> um which is really funny as well and like this movie just nails that tone i <laughs> know uh, no it's uh <laughs> it's yeah it's something else no, um, I know. But, but um yeah like just all those moments i i absolutely loved and yeah like uh, was i was entertained for i loved the pace and i think when it starts I think it's about seven minutes before there's any dialogue and i really thought that was going to be like a vast majority of the movie was not yeah. going to be dialogue heavy and then when we ultimately got what we did i loved it because they're talking to each other yes it's this um at times hard uh, to understand language which i think with the witch it, it was yeah. it was so there was so much in the witch and it was really hard to decipher at times and I, there was a lot of conversations and scenes where it kind of lost me mm. i never got lost during this even though i didn't understand every word they were saying and i i think i caught at least 80 percent of it and there was never a conversation where i was like right what were they talking about i completely missed that you know whether it was winslow talking about why he's there and the jobs he did in the past like i totally got all that whether it was willem talking about his family and his past i got all of that but it was it was more entertaining i thought the way they talked like their accents were just so fun to listen to they were just hilarious and i think it was just one of those things where it was more simplistic so you 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 could keep up with it because they were definitely monologues where i was like you're saying a lot of things right now and it's really entertaining (laughs) to watch and listen to but i'm not actually like getting a lot of words in but i'm still having Mm. a good time like it definitely did have those scenes for me um It still has that. That that is the biggest yeah. takeaway from I think the witch in terms of like it still has that that hard to listen to at times dialogue. And I think mm. that I mean ultimately I think this movie is better performed than that movie. So I think mm. that goes a long way. I think they are you know they have these funny accents, but they're enunciating in such a way that you can understand them well. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just overall like I love this movie so much. Mm. Um. Love the way it looked in particular, like so striking and incredible. Like to me, it was the best visual movie we've seen since Midsummer. Um, yeah. I just love the way every shot looked. Oh, yeah, that's movie. True. Um, the the soundtrack I thought would worked perfectly. It's incredibly irritating to begin with. Um, this kind of like foghorn that's going throughout the entire movie. Oh my god! Yeah, but the way they they kind the of insanity. yeah, like you feel like you're going insane with it. Like oh my mm. god, if I hear that bloody sound one more time, and they and they they know when to bring the volume level up and when to let it go down, mm. when to having like a proper conversation, and then yeah, once you actually get into the meat of this movie, it's pure insanity without getting into it but like they go all the way there are so many intense scenes to the point where i am blown away by these two actors of course as we've spoke but willem dafoe is 64 years old and if i have 
10% of the energy that he has in this movie when I'm that old, I'll be happy because he just brings it, man. Like you, You'd so be pretty much. chuffed with that right now, mate. I'm not 100%. <laughs> it would be cr- like, he's just like, he's like, again, I don't want to spoil much, but he's like, he's nailing dialogue whilst physically doing other activities at times yeah. in this movie. And like, this is an uncomfortable movie in terms of like how they filmed it as well, which is again, another thing that I, I love in what, Halfway through this movie, I was thinking to myself, Robert Patterson must have got halfway through this and thought, does does Eggers just hate me? Because he's just basically making him do manual labor in the rain, like in the pouring rain. And like those scenes are so good. Like when he was painting the lighthouse, I was dying. And I literally like my hands were sweated when like the thing kept lower. And I was like, oh, my God, this just looks so awful. Like every task is painful in this movie. Um, Or just when he's got a wheelbarrow and he's having to like bring it back to the bloody um, (laughs) shack or whatever. And it's just like on this most like rickety, rocky, like cliff edge. And it's just like he looks like he's going to slip in at any second the scene when he has to empty the bucket that they go to the toilet in and you, oh, you know exactly what's going to happen and it's still it landed perfectly for me like i was yeah. just dying at that scene it was so yeah. good but yeah overall completely satisfied with the movie loved the ending as well and i love just the pacing throughout like there wasn't mm. there wasn't a second where i was bored like i just wanted more of everything about this movie um so i was shocked yeah. i i expected to like it i didn't expect to love it the way i did like i genuinely I'm so, so high on this movie. It got me so excited for this year where I was like, man, 2019 was so mm. standout for us. And this just reminds me that there are so many talented filmmakers still making movies and we've still got so many more to look forward to. I just think we're in the renaissance, man. Like we've had, oh, yeah. you know, obviously we've got... People will look back you know, on this We've, we've sure. talked so much about kind of Ari Aster and Jordan Peele last mm-hmm. year and then we've got other people going for it this year and it's just yeah. like, you know, you, we've got Flanagan and that. Like we really are in this period that um we've not had for the longest time in horror no you know um you know potentially since like the 80s with just all these fresh faces with fresh ideas coming up with Mm. really exciting things and making horror relevant across the board for everyone you know it's it's smashing it in the box office it's smashing it on demand you know a movie like the lighthouse is not a movie I recommend to to almost a- anyone outside of the genre, and even yeah. not necessarily people in the genre. Like I really enjoyed this movie, but this movie is, you know, I think for me, like this movie was great, and it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And my hope was that because I think this is quite an art housey movie, mm. but this is exactly what I want from like an art house movie. I need to be yeah. in the mood for it, and it needs to be not crazy art house and obtuse. Like, this was just enough where I was like, okay, I've seen something clever and special here, but I've also had one hell of a time. And, um, you know, so if you want to just throw on a popcorn flick or something like that, this is not the movie for that. But, like, if you're ready for, like, a ride and experience and, you know, because I think kind of, you know, like, the midsummer and that kind of bleeds that line where, you know, like, we saw it in a packed cinema. Like, you're not seeing this movie in a packed cinema, full stop. Well, we're Um, definitely not. Well, no, we're not. But, like... um, you know, this movie's not made for that. It's almost mm. made to watch on an iPad, like as awkward as possible. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, like, I'm so glad we didn't get to see this on the big screen. Like, I hope I, and pray that it gets I kind of wish I was just, like, sat in the bath with the iPad <laughs> to be there watching this. Like, I feel like that's the best place to watch it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I had I had a great time with this movie. I think it um, it's difficult, really, because, like, um, it is just this trip into insanity and it's just this enjoyable roller coaster ride of two performances like mm. it really is kind of like um not 
something that I would think is my cup of tea, really. Um, but but just watching it, I was just enamoured by the two of them, and it gets me excited for anything the two of them do. And I think kind of Eggers kind of coming off the witch, it was a case of like, you know, what is he going to do? And um, he's obviously thrown himself into like, it, he just seems like a guy that um, can't just put out a, a movie. He has to kind of throw himself into this world and create yeah. this just such an in-depth thing. Like everything in this movie is there on purpose. Nothing is wasted um, yeah. in terms of obviously the, the, you know, in terms of what is filmed, but in terms of the set, the characters just eat like, Every outfit they were wearing just looked mm. uncomfortable and miserable to be in. <laughs> like I was like, just put on a t-shirt, mate. Like, why have you always got to be uncomfortable in these like outfits? And they're just, oh, just everything about it. And um, like the shack they're in is just awful. Like it really just bummed me out for them as I was watching this movie. <laughs> I was just the like, whole thing's just like you, leaking at all, all yeah, times. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like you literally have nothing to make you happy apart from like, you know this this questionable alcohol that the has got like i don't know what that bottle of alcohol is oh god like, and then I'm when they start sure making their own stuff later oh, on my god like, that's oh, fantastic Jesus. yeah i mean what he had to begin with was just pure alcohol yeah like it was not <laughs> it was not a spirit like watered, watered down in any way it was just pure alcohol yeah but yeah it was it was good times man like i don't really know how to go into it uh, like other than that top level side of it mm. because there's just it is just this trip into insanity and, um, you know, seeing kind of, you know, Patterson kind of slowly go that way is fantastic. But also kind of like when they both start drinking and like when the two of them have had a drink in the film and they're just kind of going nuts, like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just it's just it's just hilarious to watch. And, and yeah. you're just always worried, like, what the hell's going to happen? Yeah, the movie um, feels like it's on a knife edge at almost at all times, which I absolutely yeah. loved. Where it's like, uh, is it going to go this direction? Are they are they going to become best pals now? Are they going to become worst enemies? Like you, you don't know because that is that you know it is very close. Mm. You know when you're in that situation, I, I like, honestly thought one of them was going to kill the other one about an hour in, yeah, and then they would just like walk around with the corpse, having a conversation with him for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like I, I thought that might be the way it goes. Like. Mm. <laughs> and maybe it does yeah it's just i I just like what you said like everything about this movie is is so meticulously made and perfectly you know put on Mm. screen um i kind of i did fall down a hole after this movie where i ended up watching a few interviews on youtube with the director and stuff and it's true like they they built that lighthouse to the exact specifications um all of the costumes and like cutlery and stuff he got off ebay that was like from actual lighthouses in the 1800s yeah you see this is what i mean man the guy is a psychopath like he won't he really doesn't do things by half like you know um (laughs) there's no need for that like the a a fork would have looked like a fork to us it wouldn't to him it wouldn't to him and that's what's i know exactly and that shows you when the director's going like all the way like you say like he he cares so much about every little thing and so then he's given the actors the best tools possible i think to to bring out these amazing performances obviously he wrote these amazing characters this great dialogue he then has the set he films it in a way that it looks so real and dingy and it looks awful like you say where you're just stuck in these little locations and you're like god like can't you just have a bit of free time like no robert has to do all these shitty jobs all the time yeah. um and everything is just wet and they're like I like this movie almost had to be black and white with the amount of piss, shit, sick, blood. Like yeah. there is so much 
gross bodily functions mud rain everything is in this movie like everything is just so filthy and it just mm. i think it works so well um in yeah what i i wouldn't nice like to, to so have well. seen the color palette of this movie oh, after God. you described that like it would have no. just been foul because exactly. half the time they're treading water and it would have just yep. been like this foul water like yeah like it, it it gave it that level of beauty being black and white even yeah. though what we were seeing was gross and horrible <laughs> yeah and like that's that's a that's a testament in itself like it was <laughs> yeah it was just it was just good times like um you know like like you said it, it's kicked you know 2019 was like a, a massive year for us um in mm. terms of the podcast and the movies we saw and everything and so kind of you know we wanted to start 2020 right and this movie yeah. definitely does that like um you know i can see why it was on a lot of people's top lists from last year um, yeah for sure so yeah i'm buzzing that we finally got to see it and, and it delivered because i really didn't think it would for me no um you know yeah, i agree with you what you said about it being like with the art housey stuff like i completely mm. agree and i think that goes to show you that and this is kind of something that i've always thought where yeah like art house principalities can work um or sensibilities rather can work if you do them right you know where yeah. like yeah this this is shot beautifully it's black and white it's in the 1800s it's yeah just two actors throughout but then also it's incredibly entertaining throughout it has a great sense of humor it has a great pace to it there isn't boring drawn out scenes that aren't supposed to be there it's edited really well like it's not too long it feels like the exact amount that it should be um and they just make an entertaining movie that on top of that has all those art house stuff as well um which again like i feel like it just goes to show you how much he's grown like to me he is the most obvious comparison with ari because for my own personal feelings especially on their previous movies compared to their sophomore movies like it's very similar like i would say i i liked hereditary a bit more than the witch but they were both movies that a lot of people loved yeah and i we thought were like good them a lot yeah. more than we liked them whereas yeah like midsummer was immediately like okay like this guy is a genius like it was just he just made something that wasn't exactly up my alley the first time around and then mm. even this with both their movies really like midsummer and lighthouse traditionally wouldn't be my type of horror movie yet no. they're easily two of my favorites that we've ever seen um so it just goes to show you that like i can be brought out of my own comfort zone and like something different within the genre if it is well made um and they do it so so well like i'm i'm so strong on this movie i'm so happy like you say that we kicked off the year with this like it sets an insanely high bar early on so i'm already going to be like you know try not to compare everything to this movie because i just i love it so much um it's all right man we've we got we've got quiet place in a couple of months it's no exactly good. it's also good like i say because i didn't want to have that hangover i didn't want to constantly be like we're not going to get another us we're not going to yeah. get another midsummer and now mm. immediately i'm like no you know what we got the lighthouse which is incredible yeah. <laughs> and like you say yeah. we're going to get other movies i think was it was it one cut we kicked off pretty early doors with last yeah year? yeah um and that puts in a good place you know straight away and so i'm glad that like we've we've got that again this year yeah, because if we, like, I've, I think in a couple of years as well, we've traditionally started with, like, because especially January traditionally is they put out these terrible horror movies in the cinemas yeah, that no one yeah. goes to see. And so we've seen a few of those, and they usually start yeah. the year on a sort of real downer. Um, Going forwards, I'm not reigniting the podcast until we've got a banger. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, you know, 
deal with it 2021 <laughs> we're waiting for a banger <laughs> yeah um but yeah this was awesome like i say like yeah. i um i guess we're going to recommendations it's now recommends yeah um yeah like regardless obviously if you're in the uk this is a bit up in the air so we will keep you um posted um mm-hmm. it, like re- I, you know I, I already want to buy this on blu-ray and stuff like that but i i yeah, hope it does get at least a small <laughs> um theatrical release because that would be nice um yeah but even if it's on demand like see this movie um it's incredible um it's so unique and mm. uh, any genre fan should be watching this like it's a travesty the way this movie was treated i kind of even just coming off of the witch even if this movie was a piece of shit it made no sense like a24 who picked this up are incredible and they handle indie film better than almost anyone yeah i know it's very odd like, i'm not understating that they are amazing at this stuff and i just for me, it makes no sense why you wouldn't have released this when the rest of the world was talking about this movie. Um, yeah. It's two big actors. He, you know, Robert is going to be Batman, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, like this should be treated with a bit more respect than I think they did. Um, but either way, the movie's incredible. Watch it. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I do think this movie isn't for everyone, and you have to be in the right frame of mind for it. Like, mm. that's my only caveat to it, is that... Um, you know, if you if you're sat there and you want to, you know, just have an easy flick and something like that, then definitely not. Also, be prepared to um, pause the movie, go grab a bottle of whiskey, and pour yourself <laughs> a cup of drinks as you're watching it because six it, of sea shanties. Honestly, yeah, I had to. I had I had to go get myself a <laughs> bottle of whiskey, and um, I even got a little mini tankard to drink it with because I felt like I was part of the movie. <laughs> um, and yeah, I had a good time. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I might so, have yeah. to do that for my rewatch because I'm already yeah. I'm already thinking about rewatching. Yeah, this I'd one, recommend so it. Yeah, I'd recommend <laughs> it. Yeah, it it pairs well. Yeah, I really wanted to like learn all the words for the little song that they were singing, but the problem is you can't understand anything they're saying. <laughs> I think it's best if you just kind of you, you know, just you just sing, ramble, don't you? Sing what you hear. Like, yeah, I think, exactly. I think that'll be fun. That'll be more fun. Yeah, like that. That like we haven't even gone to obviously too many specifics because no. we don't want to ruin things. But like that scene when Robert really lets it go and is like standing Jesus up and he's like Christ. shouting these words at the screen was yeah. I was dying. Like I love that scene so much. Uh, there's just so many like we haven't even discussed like the seagull acting in this movie is no. next level <laughs> i think you know, like, i think probably the only thing i would say is almost everything i love about this movie is just the performances and the yeah. kind of going into kind of you know this despair and not necessarily horror do you know what i mean it is just mm. them going off the rails like it's not you know it's not kind of it's got this, some good horror this, in it though especially later yeah. on yeah oh yeah but it's just like i'm not really worried about that it's just all no. the other stuff really that, that that threw me in definitely yeah i think i'm past that in general now at this point like obviously we you know we were always going to look for that type of stuff but oh yeah that's like that's the same with everything isn't it? like with a quiet place like there was just great drama and great action oh yeah and, but uh, that's what i mean i think and, but it just shows they're the movies that elevate to us the ones that give us yeah. those performances and those stories as opposed to just you know nothing else yeah for sure like this is where this is such a strong one like i'm gonna be looking back on this a lot like i say i already can't wait to rewatch it um and even if like there's literally nothing for me in 2020 i've got this one <laughs> so i'm happy you're, you're okay be... bro you're okay there's <laughs> yeah I've, I've got some i've got some goods is for there you. is yeah. there interesting shall we discuss them let's do it we'll take a short break and we'll be with, back with mike's most anticipated horror movies of 2020 
Right, so to to uh, round us out this week, um, mm. something a little bit different. Usually we talk about uh, what we, else we've been watching or uh, listener questions, but we've got to, we've got to get through this uh, big list of yours. So we have we have the upcoming. Is there, is there any sort list. of what is the what is the setup to this then? What is there any rhyme or reason to it? Is it release date no, order? No is it hype order? No. Well, <laughs> basically, um, I've got thirty movies, thirty mm-hmm. horror movies of twenty twenty possibly beyond um the um yeah either ones you know i've basically i've got a list of kind of the first chunk of the list um up to around about october is kind of things that we know exist and kind of stuff that have got somewhat firm dates or we kind of know so it's kind of like a bit of a timetable for the podcast and then i've got a load of just random things that god knows when they're coming in (laughs) <laughs> what I have done is if I saw a date for the movie, I have put it on. Be- right. The, and these dates are pure <laughs> insanity and bullshit. But so these dates could of... be literally anything. Assume they're probably more US bo- focused. Oh, these are definitely US focused and definitely <laughs> wrong because yeah. no way are these movies coming out on these dates. Awesome. Because um, a lot of them are just placeholder dates, but it's, it's good right. times. And I think it's good to just, you know, might as well have something to aim towards, right? Exactly. And so um, my final question would be, uh, yeah. how many Puppet Master movies are on her? Um, well, in, in Puppet Master <laughs> name or... Canon. That's um, all I care about, the Puppet Master canon. Yeah, well, Full Moon produced Puppet Master movies. There is one on the list. <laughs> um, and, I mean, we'll, we'll start with it, bro. We'll start with it. Oh, God. That's right. Please don't switch off now, listeners. Yeah, that's right, guys. We're going to see a Puppet Master movie for the podcast next year. You are going to see it. You're you're going to see it, man. You're going to see it. And I've already seen one. (laughs) To be honest, um, listen. You made me watch the supposed best. um, Can chip in with this, but I feel like Matt, in order to be able to fully um, review uh, the new Puppet Master movie, (laughs) should watch all the other ones and build up to it. You Um, are crazy. You guys could start that petition right now. But yeah, Full Moon. I've seen the best one. (laughs) Full Moon are. releasing uh a spin-off um for decades fades fans have been uh clamoring for it and we've finally <laughs> got it blade the spin-off movie um isn't he like a marvel character so um yeah it's gonna confuse people when they see a blade movie coming out and then they go see mm. it and see this bloody load of garbage <laughs> um, <so laughs> it's it's good. It's, it sounds like an absolute nightmare. I'm not going to lie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I want to pretend to be hyped for it, I'm like, oh, I literally killed myself last year seeing mm. all those goddamn movies, and now I've got another one that I'm going to have to watch. But at least <laughs> you get to watch it with me. Um, I really hope <laughs> this comes out in a really busy period. Yeah, no one really. It's scheduled for like end of Feb, apparently. I think. Oh my god, it's so soon, yeah. and it's quiet then as well. And I know it's perfect, but from from what I've seen, it looks like Blade has been like angled as the good guy. Which, looking at the Puppet Master movies, probably at this point, sixty seventy percent of them, the puppets are kind of sympathetic and the good guys, mm. and it's just like you need to get that mix right like um you know we all love freddie and jason but they're bad guys like you know they they literally are the victims the the puppets have been in a chunk of these movies and i feel like that's going to be the case in this movie but we'll we'll find out man hmm. you know, we'll my, find out. my my serious question is is blade 
one of your favorite puppets and is he one that you would be like yeah he's the one that like has a standalone movie or is this like a weird choice to you out of all of the characters blade blade's the main puppet right but i mean they're all gonna be in it um they have to be because they're they're all just so one-dimensional none of them have anything else to them like you (laughs) need you need that ensemble does he talk we no we need, um, you know, we just want the Avengers level of Puppet Master. We don't want mm. the standalone movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the only time anyone has ever compared Avengers to Puppet Master. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Right. Yeah. And we've already on. had our end game. So, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's so a kicking off the year. We thought we might have been seeing this as for our first movie. Uh, mm. The Grudge. Yeah. Um, so, obviously... <laughs> According to our local cinemas, it's in the cinema, but there are no times for it. So, yeah. you know, we'll see it at some point. Yeah, I think it is supposedly coming out later this month. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think kind of with this list, there are probably things that you're going to want to chip in with, but just just give me a slight, like, where are your hype levels? Uh, so, obviously... For the grudge. Not, not forgetting, obviously, Puppet Master. Where are you at for that, bro? Um, well, we're not seeing that, so that's fine. Um, we definitely are. <laughs> the grudge i have no idea um i've liked parts of the grudge it's all to I me it's the grudge like back in a, the day. Yeah, you like it a lot I, mm. to me it's always been like the lesser out of the you know i've always been the fan of the ring a lot more mm. um i don't know i'm I'll, I'll give it a chance like i'm at that level where like an annabelle comes home like they can surprise <laughs> me but i'm not expecting anything good nice nice <laughs> um and then uh yeah next up we've got uh brahms the boy too yes february 21st february is when we're gonna see this one yeah definitely not only am i gonna just try to pinpoint a month i'm gonna throw a date in there (laughs) (laughs) that is more than they know that's news to them now they're scrambling around like shit we gotta get this one out i'm gonna chuck a date on every one of these just for the band (laughs) um yeah i mean i don't i i didn't bother looking up too much with this i'm just like okay Mm. it's the boy too like that's weird like if anyone's yeah, seen the boy, um, what the hell are they going to do with this? Like the way the movie goes in the final act, like how are they going to either continue that or scale it back? It's going to be an odd one. Yeah, it's really weird. Like I, the first movie to me was totally mere, and I have zero desire for a sequel. Cool. So you're you're pretty amped so far for 2020. <laughs> I'm um, just going to watch the Lighthouse yeah. every week. <laughs> yeah. uh, 28th of February. I'm now going to take you to, and we're going to be seeing Lee Wanell's The Invisible Man. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you have you seen the trailer for this? We've nope. we've pretty much avoided it, haven't we? Because it's meant to be yeah. quite spoilery. So um, I've been good lately. I've I've hardly watched any horror yeah. trailers, but. Yeah, I am. I am super hyped for this one. I think it's going to mm. be good. I think it's it, a, a lot of people have been saying the right things for it, and um, I love the cast so much. Like two of my yeah, favorite exactly. actors in it, so I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be banging. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously we spoke about it a lot already, but a quiet place part two, twentieth mm. uh, of March. God, it's so soon. Hype train is it's fully crazy in how gear. soon it is yeah yeah it's oh man can't wait can't wait Mm. um talking of a long drawn out that one's so soon this one we thought we'd never get here 100 percent, 8th of april we'll be watching the new mutants oh yeah is that is that what the release date is now i'm just making them up as i go along (laughs) um i think it's april but i'm just chucking numbers in at this point yeah 
that yeah um, it's an interesting one like i yeah. when they first described it i liked everything they were saying um yeah, like Ma- i don't Love care about x-men but um i like marvel movies and so if they made a good x-men movie i'd watch it um just a shame they haven't done one yet um but having it more horror focused would be great so yeah I'm, I'm still i'm still very intrigued about this one it could turn out great or it could be a complete car crash who knows yeah and it's so weird because obviously like you know it's got two or three like teen actors in this yeah that filmed this movie like i don't know what four years ago yeah God at least when. three years like ago. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird but yeah I'm, mm. I'm really looking forward to it man um next up bringing us into summer we're gonna be seeing saw 2020 hell yeah <laughs> listen i'm not I'm, I'm gonna completely just flip my expectations for this one and All i'm right. not gonna be, i'm not gonna be a downer anymore and You're i'm gonna, gonna be, be a like, downer there's a new installment in my favorite horror franchise. Let's get hyped. All right. Yes. I don't, I'm going to block out everything else. Da- Darren uh, Lynn Bosman is back, who directed some fantastic Saw movies. Yes. Um, they're going to wash away the pain of the last two movies. They're going to make yeah. a sick Saw movie in 2020. Let's go. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Boom. Don't, don't say what? that. He was great in class, kind of. <laughs> yeah, he didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you won't talk in this one. <laughs> just, just saying, bro um but yeah then you want to talk about hype 12th of june i'm labeling this one Candyman. oh Candyman comes home dude i'd forgot about Candyman. Candyman. i'm so excited for this yeah i mean you know when the hype train for quiet place stops Candyman mm. is picking up the mantle um yeah, yeah. this is one that i cannot just... wait to see a trailer for i really really need to see like yeah, i, I just want to know what it looks like yeah mm. like what is candy man gonna look like what is the kind of story beats gonna be you know mm. what the hell is this um, like what style are they going for are they gonna try oh and make it God. look like the old movies is it gonna feel more like you yeah. know modern te- i'm i'm very I'm, yeah this is probably like the most intriguing project i think of 2020 because it's oh there's a couple i <laughs> Get ahead of yourself, bro. There's it's one of for sure because it yeah. expects because it is this. It's not officially a sequel. It's not you know that stuff could get murky in the Halloween sense, but they haven't they haven't set out the rules yet of like yeah. it's kind of more of a remake, but it also seems like it's going to be set in the same universe as the original ones. Like it's yeah. it's going to be interesting. Good times. It's good times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, bring us into July. This movie. I genuinely don't know if it will be a July movie, but it's been slated for July. Purge 5. Oh, interesting. Huh. So obviously, not anything, nothing has been said about this movie uh, for a little while, but it was slated yeah. for July 20. And um, I seem to remember this happening with Election, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, where literally we heard nothing about it. It was always slated. And, and then suddenly the trailer dropped and it was out. Um, and yeah, I suddenly kinda, it's like, here's the title, yeah, here's the release date, here's yeah, the trailer. And, yeah. and they, they definitely did that for the last one. And I remember yeah, talking did, yeah. about it on the upcoming list and saying it's probably not going to happen. And because I knew yeah, no, I could see this. this. So I think it's going to happen. Like, And so I've kept it on there because we know jack shit about this movie, but I believe it's it was... real. There was rumors that it was going to be the final purge because the, the yeah. writer had an idea of like how he would end the purge. Um, so that could be interesting. But yeah, yeah. like more purge stuff is always we, we love always us some purge. And then um, you know we've just spoke about obviously the Matt hype train of a saw movie that's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about my hype train, my movie of the year, twenty twenty, <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh my god, Let's go. <sighs> It's on my list. It's a goddamn gonna be a masterpiece. Great upcoming horror movie there. 
Yep. <laughs> Look, if it's on the list, it's officially a horror movie that we're going to do <laughs> for the show. One. I'm going to put Puppet Master on here. I'm going to put Ghostbusters on here. When you want to take me off this list, you could be in control <laughs> of it, man. I am looking forward to this show, not this film. <laughs> like, it's it's going to be... Oh, be fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fantastic for me. I don't know if it's going to be fantastic for you. It's going to be so good for me, man. Like... <laughs> Ghostbusters is going to be back. It's uh, just everything about it is going to rock. Mm. Um, but sadly, moving on for now. But don't worry, this will not be the last time we speak about Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, August, Malignant, James oh, Wan. Is that August, you, is it? Well, that's, you know, why not? <laughs> 14th of August. Sorry, I keep asking you about release dates and I forgot that they're all up yeah. front was that they're all made up and complete bullshit. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he keeps calling me back to it. But yeah, Malignant. I mean, you talk about intrigue and hype mm, and wanting true, to actually. see more of it. Yeah, like a new James Bond horror yeah. movie. Like what? That is um, ridiculous exciting. I mean, what, yeah. since like The Conjuring we've not seen this? Yeah. Like, So, yeah. And yeah, in the show coming up against that next on my docket is the conjuring three okay. beginning of september huh. uh so yeah that's so I weird mean, that those two are like close together that seems like a weird one yeah i mean they're kind of a month apart potentially mm. on this um that's still kind of close though but... i think when we spoke about it when it initially dropped like it seems odd that he is doing his own spin-off and that it's in the same sort of release window as the conjuring part three. Um, yeah. I don't know if maybe what, what, is, what is the weird title of that movie? It's like, Oh, uh, the devil made me do it or something. Something like that. Yeah. Devil um, may cry. Something like that. Maybe they're thinking that they can like piggyback off that, you know, if malignant is this big breakout hit and then be like, Hey, remember this other like James one property? We've got another one coming out. Um, maybe yeah. That's maybe they're thinking, maybe. but yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. Like, I'm not like completely against the Conjuring Free, but having it just after Malignant it kills any excitement. What I about if it was right a sing along version? Well, then I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I, if I see a trailer and he sings no less than two Elvis songs, I'm all in. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see that happening. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, rounding off my kind of um, year of hype, Halloween 2020 mm. gives us Halloween kills. Hmm. Worst name of a movie of all time. <laughs> um, but uh, Michael Myers, Halloween. I don't know. I love like, it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm buzzed, man. Like, I want me some more Michael Myers. Like, you know, I'm excited for these new things, obviously. But, like, get, getting to see Michael Myers on the big screen is always going to be a fun time. Yeah, and like, it's, I look forward to. This one is positioned, interestingly. I would definitely be more excited if, it ha- if they hadn't already announced the one after it. Because... Mm that to me puts it in a place like they are trying to have this through line storyline, um, yeah. which is not what I want from these movies now. Like I think what they, the only thing I liked from that movie was Michael killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that more in a sequel where he could let loose a bit more and not have the kind of restraints of all the Jamie Lee stuff, I think could have been really exciting, but I think ultimately that's not the story they're going to tell. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be very heavy on like that young, the young female character um, and setting her up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Definitely, definitely. Um, and yeah, kind of now just some kind of random things that I've kind of stumbled across. Still oh. some quite big things, really. There's nothing on this list, I'd say. that well, There's a few, but quite a lot of them we know about. And it's mm. just a case of, you know, um, 
it doesn't mean we shouldn't be talking about them. Yeah. Um, but this one got me pretty excited. Um, this is um, Zack Snyder coming back to Netflix, making yeah. a zombie movie, Army of the Dead. Yeah, this is um, a weird one. You know, this, I mean, Dawn of the Dead is one of my all-time favorite remakes. Um, mm. Love that movie. Loved almost everything about it. Him making a zombie movie. Uh, I love zombie movies. I love what he did with that. So let's go. Yeah, it's fascinating to see that he's, like, returning to this mm. thing that he did so long ago. Um, yeah. It's going to be bizarre. Like, I think it's, 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 it's years, man. It's like this huge budget movie that he's mm. making as well. And I think it's got this mental, like, strange cast as well attached to it. I think, like, Batista and, like, a bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah, there's movie. some weird... Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, like, I'm... This, to me, is, like, a perfect Netflix movie. Like, thank Christ this isn't, like, a big release where they need to make, you know, $500 million at the cinema to break yeah, even. Um, because it would have flop written all over it. But if this is something that I can just watch on a subscription we already have, great. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'll be a fun two hours, probably. Yeah, well, um, isn't it... Is, isn't it like a heist movie as well? Right. Something like that. I think it's like zombie outbreak has happened. And so these like mercenaries are like, I know let's break into one of the casinos at Las Vegas and steal all the money. <laughs> I think right. that's, I mean, I might be making that up, but I think, it's I mean, that sounds I think awesome. it is like set in Vegas. I'm sure it is, but <laughs> But anyway, if not, we'll get that movie made. I would love to see like the post-apocalyptic zombie take on like a Las Vegas because I feel like that hasn't mm. been done too many times. Uh, Resident seen. Evil. Yeah, true. Um, Maybe Afterlife. Um, one, but I'm going to go for that one. Are. I mean, if um, I pulled that out of my ass, I'd be pretty buzzing. Because we've seen like you know New York locations so many times at this point. Um, yeah, but. yeah, definitely, definitely. And Vegas is such a cool place, and like obviously yeah. the desert backdrop as well. Mm. Like the fact that you are trapped with the desert it, around you. All jokes like, aside, in that in that terrible Resident Evil movie, did they actually mm. go to like the Strip, like the Las Vegas Strip? Yeah, but it was very much like un like under sandstorm. Oh, okay. Um, right. So it was very kind of like post. Yeah, that movie's not visually interesting at all. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Like, are you telling me <laughs> you're not going to watch um, W.S. Anderson's uh, Monster Hunter movie starring Mila Jokovic? Oh, God, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, it's not on the list, but I did throw <laughs> it in there just now. <laughs> right, um, fair so anyway, enough. Next up, next up, we've got uh, another movie when you talk about hype and you talk about intrigue. Uh, Last Night in Soho. Oh, yes. Right. Cannot Making wait for this. A horror movie starring so Anna Taylor Joy, who we love. Mm-hmm um cannot wait for let's this let's go um obviously this is one of those, i keep forgetting that he's making a horror movie and then every I time i get reminded of the fact i'm like oh my god i'm so excited because like know, i man. love i love edgar and the fact that he's doing a horror movie cannot wait yeah it seems like it's been a little bit cagey post him saying because i remember like when it got first announced he was like yeah i'm making a horror movie that's yeah right, and then like every <laughs> he time thought he could jordan peel it and then he started yeah. to back down <laughs> and then every time since then he's like well it's drama with horror elements and then he's like oh, okay yeah. Office. <laughs> yeah and then he's like oh well it's a family movie but you know there might be a monster <laughs> he's like it's a kids movie it's a superhero movie yeah. what's popular it's a disney yeah, film i'm like i'm like god damn it <laughs> like yeah so but hopefully you know not many um, people have the balls to say this is a horror film yeah unless you're jordan peele but yeah exactly. hopefully it's more like his original comments um but yeah next up um i think i think like last night in soho is scheduled for kind of like september october release yeah oh, cannot wait. um for kind of like a q1 release um 
antlers. Um, yes. We did we speak about the trailer? We did. We did. I I'd seen mm. the trailer based off yeah. Sean's recommendation. Yeah, as did I. And yeah. Did was, you? What did you think of the trailer? Yeah, it was batshit crazy. And <laughs> did you get the I Silent wanted, Hill vibes? Yeah, man. That's what I got like, from it. <laughs> I just want to see this movie, like, and I want it to be basically just a feature length style of that trailer like just mm. just these crazy images and like it's what i kind of wanted from like when i saw um which might scare you because like when we saw that hellraiser movie and like what that looked mm. like in the trailer and i was like oh yeah. my god just give me this batshit crazy like hellraiser 2 remake and like that's kind of you know this is like that but silent hill style and yeah i i i want it i want it bad yeah it looks really um, cool. When, when is, uh, is that like supposedly? The yeah, start April, the... April time, I think. Nice. Like, like, yeah. Oh, Q1 of, I like that they seem to be fairly scattered out, which is always nice. Like, yeah. there's not, it's not like, um, oh, there's four movies in October that I can't yeah. wait for. There's like, there's, there's so many throughout the year, which is cool. Yeah, I'm doing my best, man. I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, speaking of later in the year, this is slated for an October release. There's not a lot known about this yet, but it's um, the witches, which is oh the remake, uh, the remake of obviously the Roald Dahl book. And mm-hmm. the remake of the terrifying children's movie that if mm-hmm. you've seen it, you'll know. Um, I rewatched it last year. It's still incredible. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love I, everything I, about that movie. It's amazing. I, I made the mistake of trying to watch it with my son, which Oof. was just a, a terrible idea. He's yeah, it's so scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> that movie is goddamn terrifying. Yeah. Um, but but Slate, it is a family movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously this movie being remade, it, it, they're talking about it obviously being re- remade as a horror movie because the intent yeah. of the first movie was not to be a horror movie, but this one <laughs> the intent is, so God knows what this is going to turn out like. Yeah. Um, next up was one that I, I kept purposely not looking at and putting on the list, but then it just kept popping up so much that I had to kind of <laughs> acknowledge it, and that's The Turning. Have you come oh, across yeah. this movie? Yeah, that's out yeah. very soon, isn't it? It is. So it's meant to be 24th of January. Um, yeah. Obviously, based off the you know massive novel, uh, Turn of the Screw by Henry James. Um, this movie starring Finn Wolfhard, who is just in everything. Yep. And Mackenzie Davis as well. Yeah. Um, it would, it, you know, I've, I've been aware of this movie for a while because it was in absolute production hell, wasn't it? Because Spielberg was making this movie and then he right. pulled out and sunk a load of money into it. So then it continued to be made and it just kind of, it seems like a bit of a mess. And it's also, um, I don't know exactly what the rating was, but originally it was meant to be a PG-13 horror which again, like, puts me off a bit. So just mm. a lot of the things that have happened with this movie don't excite me massively, but it's coming soon. So, you know, put that on the box, guys. Yeah, the, the weirdest thing about it is there's there was three upcoming projects all based upon this same book. Mm. Um, this is one of them. I can't remember the third, but the other one is The Haunting of Bly Manor, which yeah. is supposedly based upon this story as well. I don't know if it's all based upon it or some of it. Mm. Um, I think that's right. Um, I hope it's not wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, like that to me is weird as well, because I'm like, well, I am more excited for that. But it's weird that I'm going to get like a different version of the same story yeah, in no, movie yeah. form. Like it's it is weird. Yeah, it's very weird. I don't know what I feel about this movie. Um, mm. I, I I did kind of look at a few things of it. I watched the trailer, um, and Does it yeah, looked like a fairly sort of bog standard like haunting movie. It, it did for me. Like it didn't, you know, it, it, potentially. But yeah, the PG thirteen thing worries me. Mm. Um, but yeah, next up, um, I've got R. L. Stein's Fair Street. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. The this is not so is this one a film? movie. This is three movies. Oh god. This is apparently happen, is three movies that are gonna be released, one in June, one in July, and one yeah. in August. So is that on a streaming platform? It's not happening, is it, bro? Let's, <laughs> no. let's both be honest about this. Um yeah. it's a weird one. It seems like it's a thing that people are still saying is gonna exist. Um mm. apparently June, July, August, we will be seeing these three movies. Right. Um I don't necessarily believe it i don't really know anything else about it um but no, it's, obviously it's, fear street you never you never dipped into it did you i never read fear street no have you yeah yeah well so was that officially a goosebumps book or was it like a spin no no fear street was just like a spin-off like goosebumps it was its own uh series of books yeah yeah oh, i think okay. they were all set in the same location but it was just a book series and right. um you know the it was more um teen slash early adult themed so they right. were much more violent um and yeah i remember like reading a couple of them there was like this babysitter one that was early doors and it was just kind of it was people were being murdered and it was violent on the page and i was like whoa hang on what <laughs> this is not monster blood like and yeah. it was it was a step up from that in the way of horror and it was interesting to see rl stein like this mm. you know child horror giving you this this next step and it was kind of like this really perfect next step where it's like right we've not quite gone into king yet but we are getting into something else so it was cool and like i was i was in it and i remember i i read a few of them i brought a ton of them and and read a few of them and never kind of completed reading them because they were bigger reads as well Mm. um and at the time you know being a young dumb kid i was like i can't read all them but yeah, yeah it was good times and like i i'd be yeah i'd be buzzed if if they pull this thing off obviously scary stories to tell in the dark kind of must be what's got this going but yeah it's ambitious what they're what they're slating right here three films three months that's you know that's pretty ambitious guys maybe just yeah. maybe just get the one out there like I'm curious what that's because that's clearly not theatrical. So mm. it's a case of like, do they just drop them across streaming platforms over three months? Um, yeah. Like it sounds like it should have been more of like a limited series or something based upon what you said about the books. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, you've already touched upon it in the trailers, but Gretel and Hansel mm. uh, coming out end of the month apparently. Right. There's a lot coming obviously, out. Obviously, um, Oz Perkins, um, Sophia Lillis starring mm. like. This all sounds pretty damn cool. Um, yeah, it's a cool trailer. So you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch the trailer because I, uh, but yeah, kind of. Obviously, we absolutely love Sophia Lillis from it, and then kind of Oz Perkins is a super interesting director mm. as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely on board for that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, this one I've just put on there for uh, lovers of the Meg and these type <laughs> of movies. I like to put one on here every day. Uh, you know who I'm talking to. Um, and that is Underwater. Oh, yeah. I have seen this yeah. one. Yeah, this does look interesting. Again, apparently... This is this a monster movie? Yeah, well, it's just that they're, they're underwater researchers. They go very yeah. deep and they unearth something. Oh, okay. That's cool if they're it keeping that secret. Happen. I didn't realize that. I thought it was more like a disaster movie where it was just her trapped yeah. underwater. No, I believe, like, just shit goes down when they're very underwater. So it might hmm. just be trapped, but... I, from from the synopsis i read it seems like there is more of a okay. kind of villain like you know monster-ish kind of yeah, idea cool. you know whether that's a real thing or whether it's just kind of part even of just the, the intrigue of that yeah. does make me more interested Definitely. not knowing if there is Definitely. or isn't like. 
definitely. Um, I That's saw this pop soon, up. Isn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah, soon. It's it's next couple of weeks. Apparently, God knows on what sort of release. But um, yeah, yeah, there's so many slated for January. Like whether I we're going to get it or not. But like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, beginning of Feb, this one popped up a few times, and I had to put it in there. We've already seen it, but um, Fright Fest never ends, guys. Come to Daddy. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Apparently, gets its release seventh of Feb. Right. Um, so I, I don't want to sleep on this. When it gets no. its release, we will be talking about it. It was a Definitely. great opener for Fright Fest. Mm. If you love Elijah Wood in horror, you'll love this movie. Um, Another Fright Fest movie coming out this month as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't put that one on. It comes out in like a <laughs> week, doesn't it? Um, I think so. Yeah. Serial Killer's Guide to Life. Because mm-hmm. I'm still salty that I'm not getting a Blu-ray for it. Yeah. Um, but don't sleep on that as well because it is great, great yeah. British horror flick. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next, we've got uh, Joe Bigos talking about Fright Fest. Obviously, yeah. his new Fangoria movie, VFW. Um, so has that got a release date at all? Well, it, it was originally money? penned for Valentine's Day, I think, <laughs> was like the, right. when they announced it, they were like, it's coming near Valentine's Day, guy. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Um, so that was like what they originally said, but God knows. Right, um, okay. But yeah, obviously, I don't know nothing else about this. I don't really want to. Like, Bliss yeah. wasn't, like, we, we when we spoke about it, it was, this guy's got talent behind the camera. So yeah. that, with the fact that it's a Fangoria Presents, means it's mm. going to be a blood fest, I hope, if it's anything yeah. like their other ones. So I can't yeah. wait to see what he does with that kind of uh, palette. So Yeah, for the see. very least, those those Fangoria movies, obviously, I think there's only been two that we've, mm. uh, that yeah, there's only released and we've covered. But yeah. they're both ridiculously entertaining. Um, Definitely. You know, Definitely. for all their faults and all. Yeah, so, yeah. you you love yourself some Puppet Master, man. <laughs> Just admit it. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Satanic Panic, mate. Next up, next up. Um, I don't believe this will be a movie that we'll see in 2020, but it's on Great. the list anyway. The Collected. Oh, yeah. And when I say Collected, I am putting a dodgy backwards <laughs> three in the word somewhere. <laughs> um, in the final E, I think. So the, the Collector, part three. Mm. Um, obviously... <laughs> Uh, the Collector was a fantastic movie. I Hell absolutely yeah. love The Collector. I remember watching The Collection and not being offended by it, but now yeah. I don't remember anything about that movie in any way, shape, or form. It's really cool, and it changed a lot, which I respect. Yeah, because it, it created it so many rules. Yeah, it wasn't just like, here's another Collector movie. They yeah. really went a different direction with a lot of the different, like you say, the rules and that in the world. And, and I, I believe it ended on like a cliffhanger, it, didn't it? It ended in a place where it was like, okay, this changes everything for a potential third movie. Yeah. Um, and supposedly they are, pick, they are picking up from that mm. as well. So yeah, yeah, definitely we'll need to rewatch both those movies. But mm. I agree with you, like The Collector... Definitely a forgotten horror. Really good film. Yeah, definitely. It came out in that kind of like post saw stuff. Where, yeah, where there was a lot um, of movies that were kind of mm, like selling themselves yeah, as a saw was movie. The best of the rest. Yeah, this had uh, some of the writers from some of the saw sequels yeah. as well and attached. To it, <laughs> um, I don't know. Every one of those movies apparently did. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like now from the makers of Us and It. <laughs> um, but yeah, next up, I've got a Netflix movie. Um, Ooh, obviously netflix not been many. slated no netflix slated a lot of their releases very recently over christmas didn't they okay yeah and this was kind of like the main one that's got like a kind of horror ish kind of weird quirky vibe to it and it's i'm right. thinking of ending things did you catch this one no tony what? um tony collette what's it called um i'm thinking of ending things right okay so it kind tony of collette, is it? yeah it kind of put me in the mind frame of um i don't what is it i don't feel that 
uh, home in this world home anymore. in this world anymore or yeah. whatever is like, it just because of the wordy thing. titles or yeah definitely that's all that's all <laughs> no it feels like the same sort of thing kind of like following this character that's kind of like you know um and 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 obviously with with tony collette being uh, she she's like an actress that i've just slowly worn to more and more and more like yeah. i really used to not like seeing her um, but the more like stuff she's been in recently, the more I kind of do actually quite like to see her. So when I saw these yeah. two, I thought I'm going to chuck that Netflix movie in. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Um, Is there yeah. any date on that? Uh, Q1. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. He's got um, all of his movies are coming out in Q1. <laughs> yeah. um, spring, this next movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Escape Room 2. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I thought that was yeah. a notable admission. Yeah, no, it's there. It's just that we don't really know much about it yet, and I can't really say that I'm too jazzed by the ending of Escape Room 1. I like the Oh, Escape yeah, Room, the ending was terrible. But, like, <laughs> the ending and the way they kind of, if it continues from there, I'm like, oh, yeah, boy. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see about that one. Yeah, they um, could make it entertaining. Like you say, so a lot of that movie was entertaining, but, yeah, um, yeah the ending was so bad. And so... um I've got one more, one more movie. Well, one more kind of out there movie to talk about, and then three Mike and Matt movies that we're going to be hyped <laughs> for. So, um, the Hunt was a movie that I came across. Which right. um, is this the Bloomhouse one? So this is yeah. The premise is twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are, and uh, they don't know why they've been chosen. Uh, but they are going to take a uh, place in this game called the hunt so it sounded very much like um crap what was that australian movie i've just drawn a blank on that i really the furies. like the furies yeah it sounds kind of very similar to that and kind of these you know there's just very unknown um you know what the hunt is and why these 12 strangers can be pitted against each other and what actually they will be hunting whether it's each other or you know will there be teams and that sort of thing but it just kind of I, you know, as we know from that episode, I really dug the Furies. And when I heard this, I was like, okay, this just sounds like kind of like another Furies thing. So, so is I'm kind of down. Is this the one or am I thinking of a different one that was going to come out in like August last year? And then they obviously canned it because of um, the shootings in America. Yeah. That yeah. It's called The Hunt, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Um, yeah, I think so it is that one because it, because that one had Emma Roberts in, didn't it? I think this is the same. It is the same movie. Right. Almost certain. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so this obviously we've not heard anything about this, have we? No. So this could literally come out tomorrow, or they could never release yeah, it. Yeah, right? exactly. That's why I've got it in there because I yeah. just feel like it has to. Um, I just looked. It is. It is that movie. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. It, I thought it was, but I wanted to be certain before I yeah. confirmed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was meant to come out, so it's in the can, and it's Emma Roberts, and it just sounds cool. Mm. And um. Yeah. Super unfortunate timing, but like um. You'd like to think this movie will see the light of day in some capacity. You know, we yeah. did get to see Polaroid, so yeah, um, yeah. So I feel like we'll get it in twenty twenty. Yeah, um, yeah. So then my three Mike and Matt hype movies. First of all, this movie might come out. I hope it does. Terrifier two. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, can't wait for this movie. Like it's going to be just <laughs> such dumb fun. Um, yeah. Obviously, we both saw Terrifier last year, pretty much for the first time, I think, and just. Yeah dog it for exactly what it was trying to achieve yeah um uh next up wrong turn the foundation oh my god a new wrong turn movie is this like give the me, seventh one or something give me your hype levels of the new wrong turn movie christ um well let's see they probably made maybe half a good wrong turn movie <laughs> um no i don't know maybe the first one's all right um 
I couldn't even say how many there are at this point. I this definitely is the saw seventh at least one. four. This is the seventh one. Christ. Yeah. I think I saw like the first four as well. I've I've seen them all, bro. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four is a lot for me. Like I usually if, just if there's stop watching a, this. If there's a shitty horror franchise and <laughs> you know you can see um a load of them, then why the hell not, hey? Yeah. So yeah. this is apparently a thing, is it? That's happening. Yep. Yep. Um, this one, this one's apparently kind of going back more to the roots of wrong turn, which is exactly what people want. Right. Um, you back off of this. I feel like I know what another movie is going to be on your list now. <laughs> oh yeah. I've saved the best to last. <laughs> uh, the, the hype train will definitely pick this movie up at some point. Uh, the one and only tremors. Hell yeah. And fury <laughs> capping off my list. There's no, there's no better way. To end of the list than mm. a Tremors movie starring our main man Richard Brake. What more so do it, we need? Is this the only Richard movie slated for 2020? Uh, on my list. I mean, oh, you know, I, I should have more. probably dropped him a message, been like, yo, man, yeah. what, you, what you been up to? Yeah, we'll have to. But, um, yeah. It's exciting. At least we get one. And at least yeah, it's Tremors. And it's like, a big one. Yeah, yeah, like all jokes aside, we literally covered the last Tremors movie because we liked the franchise that yeah, much. Yeah, because um, we're in such banter. Like, and yeah. I really liked it. It was really entertaining as well. Like they're they've got this niche now where they are these straight to DVD horror movies, so you kind of mm. know exactly what to expect at this point. Um, but I definitely dug the last one more than the the previous two sequels. Um, so I, I, it's interesting. Like I'm excited for mm. it. Yeah. So there you go, man. What do you think of twenty twenty? Wow, that's a hell of a list. There's a lot in there. Um there's a lot there's a lot of exciting things. We've got some big things. No, there We've really got some is. big directors returning to the genre, you know, Edgar Wright mm-hmm. and James Wan making horror movies in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. man. Like yeah. obviously, you know, Candyman's a big one. There's some good stuff there. We're gonna be seeing Michael Myers and we're gonna be seeing some Graboids. What's your and what's... Blade? Well, yeah well that's probably answered it for me i was gonna say what's your top three most anticipated quickly off the top of your head <laughs> but i guess it's gonna be blade <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go say... i'll go saw yeah um last night in soho yeah and oh either Candyman or malignant i'll go Candyman. <sighs> yeah you see mine's i mean it's gotta be quiet place yeah <sighs> candy man ends <sighs> probably malignant like yeah. i don't know either <laughs> that or last night in soho yeah obviously um i just know that um ghostbusters is gonna be a home run so i don't need to put it in the list <laughs> god damn it yeah oh, it's gonna be good times man yeah be, and like you say th- those are just the ones that we have now there's always these surprises that come out yeah. of nowhere exactly and like thing. you know we're gonna have fright fest like yeah probably not a single one of these movies is gonna be a fright fest movie so like <laughs> yeah. you know that's pretty exciting yeah um so yeah it's, it's gonna be nothing but good harry has to what, though. his trend because he's released movies the last two years so he's got to get get working very quickly <laughs> yeah exactly flanagan will be releasing a movie this year along with his two tv shows because <laughs> that's what he does um i gotta be honest though edgar wright last night in soho like if that's penned for a september release mm. i tell you what fright fest guys Pick oh, up the phone. That is like, a hell of a show. Edgar Edgar has got he's a lot of Fright Fest love. He's been there when he's not even showing mm-hmm. movies. So he I definitely love loves it. So yeah. Um mm. much is like this last gonna be year, the one that disappoints yes, us this year. <laughs> this is gonna be our Fright Fest hype movie of twenty twenty. Yeah. Last night in Soho, Fright Fest twenty twenty. Let's go. Let's start it right here, right now.
Oh, that'd be awesome. Like, that'd be <laughs> such a good like opening night. Big. I love. Movie. I love just ruining Fright Fest for you each year yeah. because it's just giving you these movies. <laughs> no, because the thing is, we always just catch random stuff that's always great anyway. Oh, we always get like, bangers, freaks yeah. and stuff. But it's just, yeah, it's funny that we always like, oh, maybe they'll get this movie. It's like, of course they're not going to get the new Edgar Wright movie at this point yeah. in time. But who knows? You got a dream, haven't you? Yeah, dream um, big, shoot for the stars. Exactly, but no, like overall, great list. Um, I cannot wait for this year. Like, it's mm. surprising me. Like, I think that was why over the holiday break, having a few uh, weeks away from the show and really thinking about the stuff that's in twenty twenty. Where I was like, you know what? Like, there is probably more now than what I was looking forward to this time last yeah. year. Um, and obviously, oh yeah, I managed to put in a lot more, out, a lot more banter into last year's list. Yeah. Like when I was doing this list, I was like, that's nah, kind of a bit boring because you just kind of <laughs> you've got to put these in. Yeah, like, Candyman, so Malignant, yeah. Quiet Place yeah, too, Tremors. You know, you, you've <laughs> got to put them in. So yeah, yeah. It, but but I think that just shows, you know, that um, you know, it's it's lined up for another strong year yeah i cannot wait it's exciting yeah. um hopefully you guys enjoy that list definitely let us know if there are any that you're looking forward to that weren't on there um yeah. and let us and know the ones you were are on the list yeah, yeah well let us know like what is the one if you could just pick one um <laughs> some of you are gonna probably send in like 100 um yeah. but uh yeah if there's just maximum one, three i'm yeah. looking at you sean <laughs> three i know you're gonna see 150 movies <laughs> you can have three um <laughs> yeah like what are the ones that you're most excited for because yeah i just cannot wait it's gonna be a great year yeah, and we kick things off in the best way possible. Will a movie beat The Lighthouse this year? We shall see. I mean, we um, have a Puppet Master movie just mere months away. No, nope, stop bringing up Puppet Master. I'm leaving it in a positive <laughs> place with Lighthouse. Right. But uh, yeah, that I'm was... I'm in a good place. <laughs> uh, that was episode 178. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. I never could How could I start now? Honey, I'm down It's not that I need ya Look at me now